It is impossible to escape the drumbeat of grim news about Alzheimer's disease that is incurable and largely untreatable, that there's no reliable way to prevent it, and that the disease has for decades beaten the world's best neuroscientists. This is an excerpt from Dr. Dale Bredesen's book, The End of Alzheimer's, the first program to prevent and reverse cognitive decline. If American psychiatrist and brain disorder specialist Dr. Daniel Amen says that Alzheimer's is a lifestyle disease, an innovator in medicine, Dr. Dale Bredesen, with over 30 patents in his name, comes up with a protocol to prevent and reverse cognitive decline, you'd better believe I'm going to feature these important findings in the field of neuroscience on this podcast. If I see anything that could possibly change the course of our lives, improving it in any way, I'll share what I'm learning with you here on the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning Podcast. It's here where we bridge the gap between theory and practice with strategies, tools, and ideas we can all use immediately applied to the most current brain research with the goal of heightening productivity in our schools, our sports environments, and modern workplaces. For returning guests, welcome back. And for those who are new listeners, I'm Andrea Samadhi and launched this podcast almost four years ago to share how important an understanding of our brain is for our everyday life and results. This season, Season 9, will be focused on neuroscience going back to the basics as we revisit our past Brain Fact Fridays, narrowing in on anything new from the field of neuroscience that I've seen since releasing those earlier episodes that can be tied to improving our productivity, our results, or our mental and physical health. My hopes are that this review will help us to become better prepared to move forward with a healthier, stronger version of ourselves as we move towards our goals or whatever it is we're working on this year with this strong foundation and understanding of our brain in place. This week, we'll look back to our third Brain Fact Friday and episode number 114 on building a faster, stronger, more resilient brain by understanding brain-derived neurotrophic factor, or BDNF. My goal with this episode is that if anyone ever asks you, hey, what do you know about BDNF, that you would have a clear answer with what we covered on our first episode, what it is, why it's important for us to know about, and then anything new that we'll uncover today that will act as a check for us to see if we really are building a faster, stronger, and more resilient brain. On our last episode, we covered what is BDNF and what are its benefits to the brain. We looked at what we should all understand about BDNF with Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's disease, and how our brain learns. We looked at the connection between exercise, nutrition, and BDNF and why putting the body under stress is a good thing, and then sleep, stress, and the BDNF factor. If you want to revisit this past episode, you can click on the link in the show notes and review the basics of BDNF, that protein that's found in the brain and other parts of the body that's involved in plastic changes related to learning and memory, 
and higher level cognitive abilities. This signaling protein is the reason why we can sit at our desk with a heightened sense of focus and concentration after we exercise. It's what Dr. Rady from episode 116 on the revolutionary new science of exercise in the brain taught us when he said that movement places demands on the brain, just as it does on muscle. And so the brain releases BDNF, which triggers the growth of cells to meet the increased mental demands of movement. And the whole brain benefits from this movement. On this past episode, we learned the benefits of BDNF, how it helps with learning, memory, and other higher level thinking, how it grows new neurons and synapses in the brain, while also supporting the survival of existing neurons, how it increases neurogenesis, the process by which new neurons are formed in the brain, and how it can help our brain heal after a traumatic brain injury. But what else should we know and understand about BDNF, especially as it relates to Alzheimer's disease? We should know that BDNF is reduced in the brain of someone who has developed Alzheimer's disease and Parkinson's disease, and this explains why someone with Alzheimer's has their memory weakened. So now we've reviewed what we learned from March of 2021. I wonder what else is there about this protein found in the brain and spinal cord that promotes the survival of nerve cells or neurons that could help us all with our overall health and well-being. And I found something important since that past episode over two years ago. The goal of this episode is that we take the fear out of Alzheimer's disease as we gain some understanding about it. While there is no known cure for Alzheimer's disease, I want to share with you what Dr. Dale Bredesen has discovered as the first person to reverse Alzheimer's disease in people, not just with experiments with mice in the lab. So a bit about Dr. Dale Bredesen. I first came across his work on Dr. Perlmutter's Alzheimer's The Science of Prevention documentary that we covered when our podcast took a turn towards health and wellness back in 2020. After this documentary, we created our top five health staples with tips for how they can prevent Alzheimer's disease, and we featured these tips on episode 87. While health and wellness have always been important to me on a personal level, This episode opened up many doors for me when I was asked to speak on the topic of health and wellness after this episode. I'm not an expert here. My schooling began in the field of education, but I do take these top five health staples seriously, enough to spend all my free time researching anything we can all do to improve our health and wellness. And then I share what I'm learning with you here on the podcast. I do believe that when you walk your talk and believe in whatever it is that you're doing, that this curiosity for improvement becomes contagious, especially if whatever you're doing is yielding results. Who wouldn't want to know what's working for others and see how they can apply it to their own life? I've asked health experts over the years on this podcast what they think is missing from my list of health staples, and the one thing they've said If I can recall my conversation from Dr. Brian Stenzler, he was on episode 178 on dream wellness, taking your mental and physical health to new heights. They've all said, don't forget to add something about reducing stress to your top staples. I highly recommend 
that anyone listening to this episode picks up Dr. Bredesen's book, The End of Alzheimer's, as he's created a proactive approach to this disease that we fear like no other disease. Dr. Bredesen, an internationally recognized expert in the mechanisms of neurodegenerative disease, has been guided by a simple idea in his career that Alzheimer's as we know it is not just preventable, but reversible. His dedicated pursuit of the science that makes this a reality has placed him at the vanguard of neurological research and led to the discoveries that define his trademarked recode protocol that you see throughout the pages of his book. Instead of the old-fashioned, outdated approach to health and wellness, where we wait for symptoms to occur, and then we go to the doctor, where we're told there's no known cure for this, but here's a drug you can take that may or may not provide relief of the symptoms you're having. Why not instead think like Dr. Daniel Amen that this is a lifestyle disease, and Dr. Dale Bredesen that this disease is preventable for those who don't currently have symptoms, and it's reversible if you do. If you follow Dr. Bredesen's work, you'll see he's a very humble man who has seen this eye-opening improvement in his patients over the years who followed the Bredesen 7 protocol. He said that in his most recent study, that 84% of his participants who were in phase 3, so they were having some symptoms, showing mild cognitive impairment, or people who had symptoms that were quite far along, that things improved significantly for them with this protocol. So what is the Bredesen 7? Dr. Bredesen believes that Alzheimer's is a network insufficiency that occurs when parts of our brain are not functioning optimally. He says we need mitochondrial function, the energy powerhouse in our cells, We need growth factor support. We need BDNF, the focus of this episode. We need blood flow, oxygen, and ketone levels. And if you look at the diagram in the show notes, his health staples, or his trademarked protocol, includes nutrition, exercise, sleep, stress reduction, brain stimulation, detoxing the body, and supplements. You can read more about each of the individual steps of his seven protocols on his website. But for today's episode, my hope was that if any of us are asked at any given time, what are you doing for your cognitive health, that we all have a thorough answer using our deep and thorough understanding of this protein, BDNF, that helps with learning and memory or other higher level thinking skills, that grows new neurons and synapses in the brain while also supporting the survival of existing neurons, that increases neurogenesis, that process by which new neurons are formed in the brain, and can also help heal our brain after a traumatic brain injury. I also want us to know that BDNF is reduced in the brain of someone who's developed Alzheimer's disease and Parkinson's and explains why someone with Alzheimer's has their memory weakened. Since this disease is preventable, I wanted us to all think about this. Here's a passionate and heartfelt excerpt from Dr. Bredesen's The End of Alzheimer's. He says, Alzheimer's disease robs its victims of their very humanity and terrorizes their families, their memories, their capacity for thought, 
their ability to live full and independent lives, all gone in a grim and unrelenting descent into a mental abyss where they no longer know their loved ones, their past, the world, or themselves. If anyone has seen this firsthand, Dr. Bredesen's description of this disease will resonate as very true. To review and conclude this episode, now that we know that BDNF is reduced in someone with Alzheimer's disease, and we've seen Dr. Bredesen's work where he's been able to prevent and reverse cognitive decline in those who come to see him, I think this understanding of our top health staples with our brain in mind should include a clear understanding of what BDNF is and why it's important for our mental and physical health as we age. Dr. Bredesen gives a good analogy of our brain to a computer. He says that over time, a computer begins to slow down in performance when it runs out of space. Like a computer, we can keep our brain healthy by doing what we can to prevent this debilitating disease. And like Dr. Daniel Amen said, it's a lifestyle disease. By no means is this episode here to say that these tips will cure you if you've noticed cognitive decline in yourself or someone else. The point of this episode is to direct all of us to what we can do today to build a stronger, healthier, and more resilient brain, even as we age. We can all tell when our brain isn't as sharp as it used to be. I noticed it very clearly while interviewing guests on this podcast. It takes a very clear mind to be able to recall details of past episodes or book names or what the book was even about or even the person's name of the person I'm speaking with. Every detail matters. And when I noticed a lack of clarity this past summer, I knew I had to tighten up something with my own health protocols and take things to a new level. So what about you? What have you noticed with your ability to think clearly or recall information on a daily basis? If you look at the Bredesen 7 protocol, can you see areas that you'd like to improve? We don't need to change everything all at once. But one small step at a time can make a huge difference. But this first step, I think, is to take solid inventory of ourselves and notice if something needs to change. To conclude this week's Brain Fact Friday and our review of BDNF, my suggestion is that we all look at ways we can increase BDNF. Dr. Bredesen, who was the first person to reverse Alzheimer's in humans, not just mice, has come up with his Bredesen 7 that includes strategies very similar to the top five health staples that we've been covering on this podcast. I'll leave you with some final thoughts of where to begin. Look at the diagram in the show notes and think, are there areas that you can improve? If your life depended on it, would that be strong enough to motivate you to try something new? Pick one area that you'll work on and create a plan to shift this one area. If it's nutrition, what can you do to support your cognitive health with the food you're eating? For exercise, what can you do to move every day? I just read the other day that sitting is the new smoking and that over 25% of American adults sit for more than eight hours every day with 44% of these people getting little or no exercise. Then look at how are you reducing stress. 
I use exercise and meditation as a way to reduce stress. What about sleep? Sleep is always something I'm personally working on improving, and so far I've not mastered this one yet, unless I'm on vacation. What about mental stimulation? One of the reasons I don't ever plan on giving up on this podcast, even when time is very limited, it's the fact that I know writing and recording these episodes keeps my brain mentally active. Looking at the area of detox, this area really did surprise me. And it's not just about being careful about what we put in our body, but also thinking about our oral health. Brushing our teeth and flossing is actually good for our brain. I learned this one from Dr. Daniel Amen, who is the first to share how proud he is of his excellent oral hygiene. Supplements are another interesting area to pay attention to, and while I do take certain ones every day, this is something that would be individual to everyone's needs. I'll put a link to a recent podcast episode from Dr. Andrew Huberman, where he did a deep dive into supplements and what to take and why. I hope this episode has made you think about your brain in a new light. Like our computer needs the right amount of memory to work properly, so does our body that's driven by our brain. And the hope that I'd like to provide is that it's not too late for any of us to make changes if you've gone off track and if you notice your memory is not as sharp as it used to be. I made some very small and simple shifts last summer that have yielded huge results. And I know it just takes the will to find a new and improved way. And with that, we'll close out today's episode and I'll see you next week as we revisit one of my all-time favorite episodes on the damaging impacts of sugar on the brain and body. This one's going to be good. I'll see you next week. If you're enjoying the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning podcast, please don't forget to subscribe so you'll stay up to date with our new episodes. While you're there, please feel free to give us a review or a five-star rating as it helps others find us. For more information on our programs, books, and tools for schools and the workplace, visit us at www.achieveit360.com.